Hey there, welcome to the Healthy Vibes Podcast. Today we have an exciting interview with Susie Swope, who is the blogger behind the Girl Gone Green website and blog. She's a wife and a mom, and after eating healthy for several years, she realized that eating real food was only part of the healthy living equation and has been on a journey for the last 10 years or so of transforming her conventional products over to clean products. This led her to start sharing with others what she has learned, and if you've ever been to her website, it's filled and packed with great information. And today, she's going to share um, lots of simple options and tips um, as you start transforming your own home and life to uh, cleaner products. So listen till the end and enjoy the podcast. All right. Hey, Susie. Thank you so much for joining us today on our podcast. You're so welcome. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to talk to you. And I feel like this this discussion, there's so many good points I could get from you. But I, I just want you to start because um, I know you'll explain it better than me. You have such um, a, a diverse background and reading on your website how you kind of got into this, I think, from that I read about a book, I think, that your mom gave you. If you could... Um, touch on your background experience and how you got into what you're doing now and what you do, that would be great. Yeah. So I graduated from high school and I had my um, cosmetology license because senior year, I didn't really have any classes I, I needed to take other than I think it was English. And so my mom had said, why don't you do cosmetology? Cause I was always into beauty growing up. And so I did that. And just was able to get all my hours in and and graduated um, like just a month later after I graduated high school with that. So that was awesome because I had that to like, you know, work through college and and have a good job. And so then I went to college and I got my um, degree in PR and marketing. Um, And then I also had my aesthetic license, I should have mentioned. Um, So I have that, that. That's kind of my background for the last 20 years as far as in like hair and aesthetics. And then I had like my degree in PR and marketing. Um, I didn't love my job behind a desk doing PR and marketing. I thought I would, but I didn't. And so I ended up doing hair again. And my brother at the time was going to school for, um, to be a naturopathic physician. And so he had mentioned to me like, Hey, you should really look into what you're using as far as like products and color on your clients for yourself, but also for them, because, you know, it's a really toxic environment to be in all the time. And so I kind of had, you know, done a little bit of research of my own. And then my mom actually got me a book, like you had mentioned, called No More Dirty Looks for Christmas. And I remember reading it and just kind of, it was like this aha moment of just like, what, what have I been doing? What have I been using all these years, like as far as products and, um, you know, hair color and all of that, as far as my profession too. I mean, I was the girl that would like go to Sephora and I just wanted it all. And so thinking back, I was just kind of appalled that I didn't know all the things um, after reading the book. And so once I did that, it was really like my life was never the same. I couldn't look at a tube of toothpaste without reading the ingredients. Um, And then I had some friends who were like, you should start blogging. And I had kind of heard about it and thought like, this is a great avenue to really share what I'm learning. Cause people would start to ask me like, okay, should I use this? Should I use that? And so it was just like one place to have all my information where people could just go easily. And so I started Girl Gone Green in 2013 and 
here we are today, like 10 years later. Um, and it's just grown and, um, I've learned so much, so much over the years. And really my mission is just to, um, equip people to have the information they need to make informed decisions. I think, you know, nobody's perfect and that's not the goal. It's just to make an informed decision about like what you're using. Like, so a consumer knows versus just, you know, blindly using something and having no idea. So that's my background. I love that though. And it's like you were like on the cutting edge. I know a lot of people know this stuff for a long time, but even, you know, I feel like I, I got my graduate degree years ago. I think I'm much older, but in wellness, fitness, and I'm still so surprised the things I learn. And I'm like, how have I been using this and never even questioned it? Right. Like, it's just, and and I have a daughter. And when you mentioned the Sephora and the things they have access to now, like it just, it blows my mind and I can't even keep up, but just like I do in my fitness wellness journey, I'm just like, okay, Kelly, take one thing at a time. And once you find people like you, Susie, like you start, like, I trust everything that I read on your site because it's such good information. And that's why I've been reading your site for a while. And I'm like, I have got to reach out to her. Um, I encourage you. I love that you've been reading it for a while. Like a lot of times people will just find me, you know, but the fact that you've continued to read is really cool. Well, and I, I, I would say that's because you have such good information. Like, it's just like you touch on the three like topics of, of like, you know, clean living at home, the beauty stuff. And every time I get to it, and when you bring up hair, like that's a great conversation. Cause I feel like that's why I, I said to my daughter, I go, I do all this stuff for like, what's on my body. And then I like, go to the lady to get my hair done. And I, and I sit there and I look at her and I'm like, please tell me. So I, I've stopped for a while actually, because I'm like, I've got to figure out another way. Um, so we'll, we'll get to that. But I first want you to start like one thing at a time on your website, you talk about um, organic and the importance and some research behind it. Cause even that to me is still a controversy I have with some people but when I was reading on your site, you explained it so well, the research on why we should eat organic rather than not, and you know why it costs more. Can you explain a little bit about that? Just Yeah, definitely. No, I think this is something that people a lot of times, you know, they'll say, look, well, my grandparents didn't eat organic. And I'm like, yes, they did. <laughs> they didn't have what we have now, you know, exactly. with all the um, glyphosates and pesticides and all of that. Um, I know my grandma, I mean, she's 93 and I've talked to her before about it. And she said, well, we just didn't have access to all food all the time. You know, whereas now it's like, you can go to the grocery store and get a strawberry in December when normally you couldn't get a strawberry till June, you know, or, or July, um, because that's when they are grown. And so I think it's just a different mindset in general of, of like how we eat our food and all of that. Um, but yeah, as far as organic, it's more expensive really because, there's certification standards that are required, you know, for a farmer that they have to go through. There's so many more checks and balances from transportation to product facilities. I mean, which is a good thing because then, you know, your food is actually being, you know, certified and tested and not just, um, you know, there's or an organic certification, but what does that really mean behind it? So, you know, right. that there's actually a lot more behind it and that's why you're paying more money. Um, I mean, it takes a lot more time and it's a lot more of a process. I actually, um, before went through like organic valleys, like whole process of how they have to get certified. And it's a lot they have to go through like 57 different checks 
before, you know, the food actually, or the milk or whatever it is gets on your table. So there's a lot more. And, and even for the animals, I mean, they have to be raised without synthetic pesticides or GMOs. Um, you know, if you see the USDA organic label, it means there's no antibiotics, synthetic hormones, toxic, toxic pesticides, um, or GMOs. So there's a lot that goes into, you know, having to actually get that and no one's required to get that. You have to actually pay to get that. So it's just a lot more money up front for a brand, um, to actually get that too. So you have to think like, well, if a brand's paying a lot more, then they're going to have to, you know, raise the price in some way in order to compensate for that expense. So uh, I find too, a lot of organic farms are just smaller, right? Because they don't have the mass production like you would find for a conventional farm. And so the prices are just going to be higher because there's a lot more attention to detail and they just, they're not cutting corners. Like maybe a conventional farmer might be, Um, you know, say for example, like instead of spraying the land with glyphosate, you know, a farmer may have to actually go out and spend a lot more time walking the fields and getting rid of the weeds like manually which is, wow, you know what right, we have to right. for. Um, or they might have to like rotate their crops. Um, there's a lot more that goes into land management. It's, I feel like it's a, a less or a way of being less lazy, right? When it comes to actually um, growing our food, it's how we used to grow our food um, versus just having like this mass production. We have to like mass produce everything. How quick can we do it? How much can we do it? How big can we get it? Um, I think there's just a lot more thought that goes into it. And even now there's, you know, beyond organic, there's like biodynamic farms that are really restoring the, the land that they're growing the crops on. Um, and regenerative farms, there's just so much more even now that we're learning about how we can really create crops that actually give back and how it's, you know, a sustainable model for not only us, but also for the earth, which is really cool because that's, you know, in the long run, what we want. But um, even the studies, like you had mentioned research, like PubMed had several different studies talking about how um, they had done, you know, different studies where people were eating organic food and how it not only increased like the nutrient value in them, but also the sustainability um, with just the earth in, you know, it was less greenhouse gas emissions, you know, there was um, more of a benefit to, um just like the energy demand, there wasn't as much energy output. Um, and they had more nutrient value overall in their diet when they ate organic and a lower BMI. Um, and also the pesticides that were in their body were decreased by just eating organic, which is pretty phenomenal. And then there was another study too, um, in 2019, where it showed that people who ate organic actually had a reduced, um, risk of infertility, birth defects, metabolic syndrome, high BMI, and a decrease in allergies when they ate organic as well. So I think there's a lot to say for eating organic. And I do know it costs more, definitely. I mean, as a person who buys organic, I can tell you my grocery bill is a lot higher. Um, I always tell people too, though, think about, you know, you either pay now or you pay later. And I'm sure most people have probably heard of that saying, but you know, think about you can either pay the farmer now or you can pay the doctor later in, you know, okay, maybe, I don't know whether it's you have an ailment later or something wrong, but I think why not, you know, take that extra step and, um, you know, really invest in yourself. So 
I agree completely. And I say the same about paying now or paying later. I, I agree with that. And I'm, and I always say, regardless of what happens later, I want to know that I did everything I could now to try right. and make everything as good later. Um, but I, I do agree with you too. And I like the way you said that your grandma said, this isn't how it was back then because they've done so much right. to our food supply since. And I used to say that to my mother-in-law as well. She was Italian and she's like, well, what should I do? I said, you should eat just like you did back in the day when you were growing up. Right. Said, don't, you know, you don't have to change anything. Don't buy into what's happening out there. Don't buy like, you know, do what you used to do. Um, Cause that's what they were doing. Right. Um, exactly. I think too, you know, we think of food now as like a box Whereas back then it was like oh. food was, you know, picking an apple off a tree or, you know, like going and killing your chicken in the backyard or something. Um, whereas now it's just a different mindset. And I'm not saying we've, like, we've grown so much as a society, but also I think our, our mindset around how food is made and, and all that is, is just backwards. So it absolutely is. And that's, that's pretty much what they've taught us, I feel like, too. And that's what we have to, just like with the doctors, it's like we have to honestly, like, untrain ourselves and educate our kids. 100%, yes. You know, so I agree. Because I do think my generation growing up is where it all started changing. And I and I remember it when I look back on it now, all of the snack wells and the fat-free and the sugar-free, right. how all of that, like, you know, everyone just believed that was what it was supposed to be. So we're kind of going back now to be, try to like unlearn all of that. And right. So, um, so to shift a little bit from that. So a big thing, um, and I've been talking about lately, um, in my email as well is, um, just in our environment and in our home. And I talk to a lot of friends and I feel like it can be very overwhelming, but your website is really good at this. Um, cause you have the three areas like your, and I'm probably not saying exactly right, but you have the home area, the clean beauty, and then baby and kid, I believe is your three yes, areas. Right. So, when it, so when it comes to the home, I'd like to start with that. Like, what would you just tell people as a simple way or a couple of things to start with, to, to start cleaning the environment of your home or reducing toxins? Yeah, I think there's so much you can do just from a standpoint of it being free. Like you don't even need to pay anything. And I always tell people that because I think a lot of times people hear like, oh no, I have to like switch up my whole life when going clean or organic or natural and right. it's dollar signs. <laughs> and I actually have a free download, which I can link later um, or give it to you. I'll but put it, yeah, I'll put it in the show notes for sure. Yeah, but it's um, just 10 ways to detox your home for free. You don't have to spend anything, but um, a couple of those just offhand would be to open a window. So that is so huge. I know the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency says that our homes are actually, like the indoor air is actually more toxic than outdoor. I've heard that. Which is crazy. Um, and so they said even just five minutes a day, if you can open your windows and just like let the fresh air in, let this, you know, toxic air out. Um, it's so huge for our well-being. Air quality is, is really important. So that's a simple way. Um, taking off your shoes is a really great way to just keep your inside kind of like your sanctuary. That's one thing that we're really big on is take off your shoes when you get, you know, inside. Um, you know, shoes can have fecal matter, pesticides, coal tar. And if you think about it, we're bringing that all in. And especially someone who had 
small children. I mean, they're, you know, on their hands, they're crawling around. Um, mm-hmm. like they're picking up all of that stuff. Right. Um, and then we're absorbing it too. So it's, it's just an easy thing to do. And then also, um, just getting rid of fragrance. That's another thing you can just do for free. Like, you know, swap out your candles, get rid of the air fresheners, get rid of like anything that's scented. I mean, they even have scented garbage bags now mm-hmm. that have artificial fragrance. So anything you think, you know, that is scented that you have in your home, if you can just remove that, that's one less thing that you're, you know, exposing yourself to on a daily basis. Um, so those are just some free things. Another thing that I would say, which might be more of an obvious is just swapping out your cleaning products because that's something that we use all the time. And so the, you know, accumulation can really add up over time if we're not careful. And so a couple of brands I love are Branch Basics and Force of Nature Clean. That's a disinfectant, but both are really budget friendly in the long run. Up front, you buy like the concentration, but then when you break it down, it's like, eight cents per bottle, which is so much less than if you're going and paying, you're going to pay 80% more if you're going and buying a bottle every time, you know, for $5 or whatever. Right. So, um, and these are all clean, safe, um, products that you can use. So I would say that's a great way to also just, you know, swap out your products. I know it, it seems like maybe a lot at first, but just do it a little bit at a time. Um, and that can be a huge effect on just like your overall, like, home. Cause I always tell people like my home is my sanctuary. You know, it's where I do all the things so that when I travel or go other places, it doesn't affect me as much because, you know, 80% of the time I'm at home and I'm, you know, around all the things that I've curated to try hopefully make it as, you know, clean as possible. Um, and then when I go places, it's okay. Right. Um, I completely agree. And everything I approach it is that how I approach it, the 80-20 rule. If 80% of the time I do yes. good, then I'm okay with the other. Because the same, so I, the things you just said, I've tried, those were probably the, the exact first places I started as well. And the scents, I, I've, the, the more I get rid of scents, I feel like when I do smell them now, like they, I, I immediately like, no, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's, I'm like, that's got to go away. Yes. Same. I think you become more like sensitized to them, you know, like yes. you don't have them around. Cause I'm the same way. I can hardly even do like any scent because it's just, I haven't had it around for so long. Right. Exactly. And, and that's the other thing that this generation is, they are like bombarded with scents. And so that's been a hard one for, to like a to shift my daughter because that age, like they like, they buy all the scents, all the, so working yes. on it, but I like um, those simple ways to start, even just opening a window or that's, I try to do that at my house too. Just keep a door open or a window for a little bit. Cause it does make a difference. Totally. Um, so that's good. So same with the house then uh, the conversation I've had so much lately with people is cookware because it's such a big changeover, but I do want to know, like your favorite or what you would recommend in terms of cooking with in your kitchen? Definitely. Um, I am going to give you a blog post. It's um, I update it all the time. So it's always really current with what I'm using because there's always new things coming out, but um, it is my non-toxic cookware posts. But okay. as far as what I use is I always have a cast iron on my stove. Um, I have 360 cookware. So that's a stainless steel cookware. And what I like about it is it's heirloom quality. So, I mean, it's pieces that I can give to my daughter. They're just going to last forever. 
There's no, you know, worrying about things chipping off or anything like that. Um, stainless steel has been around forever. It's also made in the USA, which I love in Wisconsin. Um, and it's not made from scrap metal, but it's actually like surgical stainless steel. It's really high quality. A lot of the stainless steel pots and pans that you get are actually like scrap metal. They're made in China. There's a lot more um, evidence that they could, you know, contain different heavy metals, um, gotcha. higher versus um, 360. That's why I really like them is because of where they're made and how they're made. Um, and then Extrema is another one. It's ceramic cookware. Um, and so it's a hundred percent ceramic. So it's really clean, um, really benign as far as cooking. You're not going to get any sort of really off gassing of anything, <laughs> which is great. It's a little bit more of a learning curve as far as learning how to cook with it because it is ceramic. And so you have to heat it on low and really wait for it to heat up. Um, and it's just, it's not like nonstick. So it's just a little bit, you know, of a learning curve. Um, and then I always have <laughs> the always pan. Um, I don't know if you've heard of it, but the brand is our place No. and it's called the always pan. And it's basically a pan you can use for anything and it's ceramic coated, but it does have inside like aluminum. So it's coated over aluminum. And these are kind of more, I feel like controversial pans that people will either love or maybe they don't love, or they say they're still toxic. Personally, I think it's a great option for those people that maybe are just switching over to non-toxic cookware and, you know, they just can't get rid of their, you know, regular cookware because they're like, I want non-stick. So this is going to be your non-stick option that really feels very similar to conventional cookware. But I do think it's safer. There's not, it's free of like your normal, um, um, like chemicals that you would find in non or regular cookware. But um, it's, it also can chip over time. That's the only downside to it that I would say in my own experience is, you know, with like 360 cookware or cast iron extrema, you're not going to have that chipping, whereas you're going to maybe have more with the always pan. And so you're going to have to get another pan, you know, say in a year or two. I mean, I cook all the time. We hardly ever go out. So my pans are definitely used a lot more. Whereas I know I have a lot of readers who said, who have said, you know, they have an always pan and theirs has never chipped, but they also maybe are older and they're only cooking, you know, a couple of times or right. a little bit different. And so I think it just depends. I just always give that caveat because, you know, people might get it and think like, this is amazing. And then once it chips, it kind of exposes the rest of the, the cookware material, which is really the downside. Gotcha. Um, but I would say like, if someone's looking just to switch over, I think it's a great option because all the other ones are just going to take you more time to learn how to cook, if that makes sense. Because yeah, that it's does make sense. Um, um, so. so it sounds like you use a little bit of, of everything. The You said yeah. cast iron, stainless steel, ceramic. So you is there certain things you you use, um, you know, you I don't know, you use each one for or is it just yeah. I would say like my cast iron is kind of my go-to for like everyday, um, you know, just like cooking eggs or just anything basic. Um, I'll do anything on there. I'll do meat on there. Um, but then I feel like my stainless steel, I use a lot for like slow cooker, cooking breads, um, like cookie sheets. Um, I mean, any sort of soup 
or like stew. Um, I also, there's, it's called the waterless method, which is 360 is known for. And so I cook a lot of different like chicken thighs or, or um, drumsticks, different things like that in there. They have just like an amazing flavor without adding all this oil. Um, mm. So different things like that. And then, yeah, with my ceramic, I'll do different um, like breads or um, it's kind of ceramic. I can do like my extreme, I can do eggs too. Um, I do. Yeah. It's pretty much versatile with my cast iron. I would say I use my cast iron more though, just because I'm just used to it. And I, it was kind of like the first cookware I switched over to that. I just, so I've used it, you know, just like over right. and over. Um, I also feel like you can't do anything wrong to it. <laughs> like it just is such a, um, sturdy pan. Yeah. Yeah. Really sturdy. Um, but for my husband, the reason I mentioned the always pan is because we had gotten that because he just wants, like when he cooks, he wants that kind of pan, you know? And so I have one for him because he really just, that's what he, he likes to cook with. And so if I'm cooking, I'm using more of the other options because I'm more, (laughs) I'm just like, Oh, I want to use the best. But with him, he's probably more like, he doesn't care, you know. That makes sense though, because I feel like switching over, I got the cat the cast iron is the one I use the most. Yeah. Um, but my my husband that's what he said at first. He's like, gosh, I feel like this one's so much work and blah 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 blah. But I feel like he's adjusted to it. But I yeah. do like it and it sits up on top of my um stove as well because I feel like it's just an easy go to. Yeah. So now it's like teaching my kids, because mine are older than yours, to cook on these things too. Um so it's definitely a learning curve, but what you just explained, I think helped a little bit because there are multiple options to yes, use. Yes, totally. And yeah. So that's, I, I feel like that's good, but just shifting. And that's all I did was little by little, I would throw one away and I would get another one or, you know, just kind of like little by little. And my cast iron was what I was using all the time. Cause I just thought it was, it seemed the most affordable, easy to get totally. originally. So. Yes, it is. And I, I know some people have maybe they can't have as much iron, you know, and so they, they don't like cast iron, but I think for the majority of people, it can be a, a decent option and, and it's a lower price point. So it's a, a good option for the budget too. Right. Exactly. So I will, I will link that article too, cause that that's a good one. And I'm pretty sure I read that when I, on your site. Um, and I love that you update it. Um, so shifting gears and you brought, you did mention this already, Um, but candles as we move into the holidays, candles are a hard one because um, I love candles and it's been a, um, I kind of just stopped burning them for a while and I do love um, oils, essential oils, but I would love to know um, your opinion on candles. How toxic are they? And what have you found that's the best alternative? Because I know that most people see them as so expensive, but it does make like, when someone lights one now, I can, I, it smells different to me than it used to. Yes, for sure. Yes. I have a blog post too, that I'll leave, leave you for, um, if people want to like dive deeper, but just okay. some things to consider offhand. I always tell people that the three most important when searching for a candle is to consider the scent, the wick and the wax. So with scent, most candles are scented with, you know, an artificial fragrance And so like we talked about, um, those can contain so much from phthalates to hormone disruptors, 
um, neurotoxins. There's just so much that goes into fragrance. And since it's trade secret, um, we don't know what's in there, right? Unless you're going to call the company. And most of the time, they're not going to tell you. So um, it can be up to 700 ingredients just in that one word fragrance, which is pretty oh crazy. Um, so I always tell people, you know, if you see the word fragrance, like just put it back on the shelf because you know that they don't have your best interest in mind if they're putting fragrance on there. A lot of times it could be fragrance and it could mean essential oils and they'll put in parentheses, you know, essential oils and then they'll list them out. Um, but most of the time it's just synthetic fragrance and not all synthetic fragrance is bad. And I dive deep into this in my fragrance blog post, but really in order for you to know if it's good or not, is you're going to have to do a little bit more digging and research and you're going to have to call the brand, the company and ask them like, okay, do you include these ingredients? You know, um, because there are some safe, safe synthetics that it's totally possible. I mean, I have some natural perfume that I have that has safe synthetics in it. Um, and it's going to smell definitely more richer and fuller than say just an essential oil. You can tell, but um, it doesn't have maybe benzene in it or phthalates, you know, so it's, it's safer. And that's why they call it a safe synthetic. But um, that's just going to be a lot more cumbersome, probably for the most, mostly for the average person <laughs> to, to dig through. Right. So I always tell them like, um, I mean, I have a lot of brands I'll mention, but um, that's the first thing is scent. And then the second is wick. So you want either cotton, 100% cotton, wood or hemp. And so just some things to consider are um, if it's wood, you want to ask if it's dipped because sometimes they'll dip like different oils in it. Um, and so you don't want that. You just want it to be undipped. And then if it's cotton, you want unbleached if you can. Um, but for the most part, a lot of times candle companies will just say 100%, you know, cotton. And so, you know, it's, I, I feel like that's safe, even if maybe it is bleached. So at least you're doing like just the cotton. So, um, those are some things to consider with wick and then with wax, most are paraffin, which is a derivative of petroleum. So, you know, think of you're smelling gasoline, like you would fill your car, that's off-gassing into your home, which releases VOCs in the air, you know, things like benzene, toline, and these can affect your nervous system. There are hormone disruptors, you know, carcinogens. So these are really important because I think sometimes people think, well, what's the big deal? I'm just lighting the candle. And I'm like, but you're doing it every day. Um, and that's right. really what, you know, adds up is that over time you're doing it over and over again. So, um, just some different brands that I like, or actually I'll talk about wax a little bit more as far as what you want to look for. So then what you'd want to look for in wax would be hundred percent soy. So that would preferably be non-GMO. Um, sometimes they'll tell you on there, sometimes they won't, but just make sure it's hundred percent soy. A lot of times I'll see soy candles, but then you look deeper and it's like soy mixed with paraffin. Um, so you really want to kind of make sure you know what that soy is. And then, um, also coconut oil or beeswax are great options as well. Sometimes people will do a blend of like coconut oil and beeswax, which is really nice too. So, um, just always make sure, like I said, though, you're looking because I've seen it time and time again, people will be like, I found a soy candle at Target. Yeah. And I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> and we'll dive deeper into it and, you know, come to find out it's like, half soy, half paraffin or whatever. Um, and then some brands that I love are Fontana. So they have um, just essential oil-based candles. So there's no synthetic fragrance. Terralite's really nice. 
Um, they also have um, blue corn beeswax. So that's just beeswax candle, beeswax candles. I really love beeswax now um, because, like I said, I'm a little bit more sensitive to scent in general. And beeswax gives off the ambiance that I love from a candle. But it's just like this really soft honey scent that's not harsh or overwhelming. Um, and then beeswax actually cleans your air, which is really cool. I was just reading that. And it was probably on your website. Yeah. <laughs> I, did, I did not realize that. Yeah. So it's I like, thought that was cool. You can like be doing, you know, double time while you're burning right. a candle. You're also cleaning your air, which normally wouldn't be the case. So um, I personally just love a beeswax candle now. And that's what I tend to like gift people because um, I think it's just a nice like scent, but it's not really overwhelming at all. It's just like a really subtle honey scent. And did you say a company of that you like for the beeswax candle? I really like blue corn beeswax candles. Blue corn. That's what you said. Okay. Yeah. They're really good. Well, Welch is another company that sells um, beeswax candles too. That's really nice. I have okay. both of those brands. I like those for gifts. And I will say like, there's, there's some, you mentioned all the, you know, the, the bad things that kind of come from them, but the hormone disruptors, I feel like every time I hear that, because as I've gotten older and I notice these things change, that's the stuff that really, it, it blows my mind how these things, but it makes sense. The deeper I read into it, how it affects us, it really, it's really kind of crazy Yeah, because you just don't think about it. And I think when you're young and you know, nothing's really bothering you, but the older I get, the more sensitive I've gotten to so many things. Yeah, so, I agree. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's really good information. So, um, I'll definitely put a link to that one as well. Um, so when it comes to, um, so shifting from candles, when it comes to clean beauty, which I love your background though, with everything I read in your bio, I can see like, you know, how much you know, how your knowledge, on all of it. Um, so where would you have someone start there? Cause I do feel like with your face, your hair, your skin, your lotion, like there's soaps, there's so many things. Um, how would you suggest someone start that process of changing out their beauty supplies? Yeah. I always recommend people start with just one product at a time. Like don't, you know, look at the whole beauty drawer in your bathroom and think I have to swap all this out today. Just do it one at a time. You know, when your foundation runs out, go and get a new clean foundation. And I actually have an ingredients to avoid checklist that I can link for you as well oh, um, that people can just print off or they can download. And that way, whenever they're shopping online or in store, they can just pull it up. And, you know, if, if the foundation had those ingredients to avoid in it, they would just put it back or no. Um, so it's a great place to kind of start and just think about, I don't need to swap all of my products right now. I just need to swap one at a time, you know, typically say mascara, even you run out every three months or maybe a little bit longer, but, um, then you can just buy a new one. And so that way it's a lot better on your budget too, than having to think I need to go and overhaul my beauty routine, you know, and spend dollars right. or whatever. Exactly. Um, and then also just consider like the products that you use you know, every day or daily, because those are the ones that really can add up over time um, and that you're using the most, right? So whether it's your deodorant or, you know, your toothpaste, your shampoo, body lotion, body wash, all those products that you're continually grabbing every day, those are the ones I would kind of consider like, okay, what could I swap out first? 
um, because those are the ones that you use the most and tend to have the most effect, especially like deodorant. That's, that's when I always tell people like, try to swap that out as soon as you can, because, um, it can have, you know, a lot of ingredients in there that you really don't want to be having in your deodorant and, and using every day. So it's a good place to start. That's good. And, and some of these things, I wonder, even when you talk about candles, like there's definitely companies I know that do cleaner, um, products, but is it possible to find some of these in our usual stores that we go to? Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I feel Uh, like that's more possible now than it used to be. A hundred percent. Yeah. When I started, I mean, you couldn't find anything hardly. Even when I switched over myself in 2010, it was, it was like barely a few, you know, products online, but you couldn't find anything in stores. Um, or if you found a few things, maybe at Whole Foods, it was, it was just like coconut oil or, you know, it wasn't really anything extra. And so now like target, I even have a target guide where I walk you through, you know, all the clean products, whether it's food or beauty or home that you can get at target. I mean, there's like a hundred, over a hundred items on there that I have. Um, and then even like whole foods or your local health food store. Um, and just a lot of grocery stores in general, like for example, have better, um, mineral sunscreen or those kind of things that you might not think about getting necessarily, but they have them available now because, you know, people are wanting them. And so we've kind of spoken with our dollars, like make sure you have this at your store. And so they're starting to carry more of these cleaner products for sure. So you really can find them. Even Walmart. I actually went to Walmart in September. I did this um, talk at my church and they had so many options for just natural products that I had never known about. And so it's really becoming more of, you know, the trend to, to have these in your stores. So that gets me excited because it shows that people are really starting to wake up and, and ask for this, you know, and put it in exactly, which is really nice. Exactly. Um, and, and with clean beauty, I mean, you said that you, cause you used to actually dye hair, but yes. in a safer way, is that, that's what I read right on your yeah. site? Yeah. So for those of us out here in the, in the world, <laughs> I feel <laughs> like, I feel like it seems overwhelming or how do you even find someone that can do that for you? Yeah, no, that is the question. <laughs> I think for first, the best way is to like go to local Facebook groups or even just Google online, like organic stylist whatever your area is and just see what comes up. Um, another place too is I'm going to mention a couple of brands and you can actually go to their website and contact them or even search for like a stylist in your area that's using their products. And so that's another way to, to find someone who's doing that. Um, I would say word of mouth, like health food stores, like ask there if you're part of a co-op or anything like that, you know, Usually somehow they might be connected to a stylist that's trying to do, you know, better with color or products. Um, But yeah, as far as, do you want me to dive deeper into that? Well, you said, um, you said a couple of companies that maybe you go to their website and they could, is that what you said? Yes. Um, Yeah. Would you mind um, sharing some of those just to help people maybe search in their area? Definitely. Yeah. That's what so I'm thinking. Organic color systems is one and that's, I use their products. So it's a different type of 
color because they don't have ammonia in them or a lot of the different ingredients that you might find in conventional color. Um, and they use heat in order to get the color into your cuticle. Um, they're not completely green though still. I don't want people to have this idea that there is a perfect color out there with no... Right, uh, that's what I figured. Yeah. And that's no, okay though, yes. There's better options. So, better options, yeah. Um, there is one, I should mention, um, there is one hair color that you can do at home. It's called Hair Print. And it is a completely clean, um, safe, I would say, um, line. It actually uses eight food-grade ingredients to dye your hair. Um, but it has a lot of drawbacks. Like It wouldn't be for someone who has highlights in their hair or wants maybe more dimension or has different colors. It's more for someone who just dyes their hair darker and it just is one color um, because you can't... Right, gotcha. Two different colors with it. Um, and it's just more of a process. It's it's about like probably two and a half hours to dye your hair, like just the roots. Um, but like I said, if you're just doing darker in one color, that is an option. It's not completely foolproof. Sometimes it wor has worked on people. Sometimes it hasn't. Um, they've really been doing a lot. I know that they're trying to come out with other colors for different people, but I'm excited for it just because I think it, it's great that they're really trying to create something that truly is clean because I think hair color is kind of like the final frontier when it comes to clean beauty. There just isn't, there hasn't seemed to be anything like quite as clean, you know, maybe as people would like. Um, but people still want to dye their hair. So I know well, that's um, a crazy thing, right? Especially when you have grays or you just want touch up or. Right. So and and I feel like they go so often. And, and for me, I just started going less is what I thought. And I just yeah. like a friend of mine um, just was growing her gray hair out and she's younger than me. And I was like, wow, I'm so impressed. And I, I thought hers looked beautiful. <laughs> I thought I could do like, maybe mine would work that way, but that's a hard one for people. You know, you like your, you like your hair, you like yeah. your color. So that's a, and that's where I think the whole like, toxic load, like just reduce it in the areas you're comfortable with to start, or you just start changing it a little bit and you notice a difference. Right. And I always tell people like, if you just love getting your hair done, like don't take the joy out of life, right? Like I'm not here to like tell you not to use your products. Like I am a product junkie. I love my products. Um, you know, I'm all for it. I just, you know, maybe keep your hair, but like you're doing other things in other areas. It's just like painting your nails. There's no absolutely clean nail polish. There's better options. Right. But I still get my nails done because it brings me joy and makes me happy. And I like it. Um, and I think I don't want to go through life just thinking I have to avoid everything. Right. Like that's not right. the way to live. And um, I do love that approach. Cause I feel like that's my approach to fitness and wellness as well. Don't, don't cut everything out of your life. If you really enjoy something. Yeah. Like, you know, it's all about balance and, and just, you know, I feel like I'm really good in, in lots of areas because it does like desserts don't matter to me or others, but then there's other things like I really like that I will splurge on and not feel bad about it. Yeah, exactly. No. And I think that's the way that you actually create a sustainable, like natural lifestyle is you, you know, like we talked about the AV20 rule, but like 8% mm -hmm. of the time you're doing what you love. Or, or doing the right thing and then maybe 20% you're doing things you really love and enjoy and it's okay, right? 
and not uh, stressing about it, like you said, yeah. because then you add that too. Like when I was in the store recently and I don't remember what I was looking for, but I found myself getting like a little stress because I couldn't find, and I was like, you know what? This is crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, just take that one. It'll be fine and worry about this another time. Yeah, no, definitely. So, um, so you've mentioned so many um, freebies and stuff on your site. And I know you have, I'm pretty sure like a page or a link for freebies. Are all of the ones you've mentioned on that page? No. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, I have, like I had mentioned the ingredients to avoid checklists. So I'll, I'll give you links for all of these. And then the 10 free ways to detox your home for free. Um, there's also like the target guide, natural target shopping guides, really good. I think people would like, um, I have a Costco download, so it just lists, um, all the products I like from Costco and then how I actually use them. I think a lot of times you can see that and be like, but how does she use it? And so I kind of break down like how I would use something or what I might, you know, cook with it or whatever. So hopefully that helps give people ideas. That's great. Yeah. Um, I have a natural baby swaps guide. And then um, another one I think might be helpful is how to make the best cup of healthy coffee. It's the complete guide. So we have like syrups and different alternative milks we've, you know, looked at um, and just really like the coffee and and some budget friendly picks in there too, if people are are on a budget. Um, Which you have a lot of good coffee resources and I'm pretty sure coffee is how I originally found you. I love coffee. And I'm pretty sure every time, like I remember years ago, I started going like, I just kept, I started going to organic coffee. Then I started to find like uh, mold free coffee. Like it was such a, a slow process of, I love coffee so much that I just, you know, you, I wanted it to be a clean cup, but every time I like upgraded, I feel like it just tasted better, but you do have a lot of good coffee resources for sure. Yes. Thank you. So your, yeah, your website is great. And I do want to point out, even if you give us this link, these links, um, your emails are, are super informative. And with the holidays, um, you, you just came off a good like series and I'm pretty sure you have one coming up that maybe you can tell us about as well. Yeah. So the 12 days of holiday giveaways is coming up December 1st. So for 12 days, Um, we do a giveaway each day with a clean living or clean beauty brand. And so it's really fun. We really pull out all the stops and we really work with these brands to try to get, give my audience like the best of the best. So for example, we're giving away, um, like a year supply of organic mold and mycotoxin free coffee. This is like the best of the best coffee, um, $500 gift cards, $300 gift cards. Um, or we have like all the products that I love from a certain brand we're giving away. So these are really cool and fun giveaways just to, um, you know, say thank you. And um, I love giving during the holiday season. And so uh, we've done this for, I think it's probably the eighth year now we've done this. And so um, if you sign up for the emails, you'll get an email each day letting you know how to enter the giveaway. And it's really simple. It's not hard at all. And then hopefully you'll win. So well, that's um, I'll leave, yeah, I'll leave a link for you to, to give to everyone as far as um, just signing up for that. So that's great. And I'll probably put that link, um, in my email too, that goes out each week, um, oh, to, just to make sure. Cause that's, that's wonderful. I love trying to, um, give people ideas for the holidays for, um, you know, just, I feel like more natural, clean gifts. Cause I think it, it helps people learn, you know, what's out there. Cause I right. think a lot of times it's just, you don't even know about it. Right. 
No, and I have my gift guides that just came out actually yesterday. So um, they can check out. I think I have eight gift guides, whether it's stocking stuffers or, um, you know, men or women or or baby child or whatever you have in your life. I'm sure you can find something. So that's awesome. No, I'll definitely look forward to seeing that for sure. Um, That's great. No, you, you, you definitely give a lot of good information. And I feel like today you gave so much good information. I think, and I always tell people, because I felt the same, it can feel overwhelming, but you just, like you said, you just have to take one thing at a time and not get right. so consumed that, you know, that everything matters. Just even when I just tra- changed out my trash bags at one point, I remember I felt great because you open yes. your trash can so many times a day and switching it, I was like, wow, I just made a big difference. And it was just my trash bags. <laughs> Right. It really is. Yeah. And I think that's what makes it so doable when you just take it one thing at a time versus trying to do everything at once. It's just not, just not, yeah, not possible for most people either. So it's not possible. And just little by little and just learning is, is where we can all begin. Um, but I, is there anything that I've missed that, that you've, I mean, so much, but is there anything else that you want to share before we wrap it up? Cause I feel like you've given a lot of great information today. Yeah, I think I would just mention, I don't think I told you the other hair color brand, it would be Oway, as far as if people wanted to look up and find a stylist in their area using cleaner oh, okay. hair color. And then Can if you spell you, that, you said Oway? Yeah, it's O-W-A-Y. Okay, that's what I did write down. And then, um, and then just with color, like I always tell people, like if you can try to extend, like you mentioned, going less is a great way, but even they have these really cool um, like mascara ones now that you can apply. My mom uses it where it just helps extend the life, you know, kind of on top and on the sides of your hair color. So it blends a little bit better. Um, And, you know, it has a little bit of pigment in it. So it's coloring just the top, but it's just, you know, once you wash it, it goes away. Um, But those are 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 great. certain brands that you like of that? Mineral Fusion has one that's really good um, that I like. You can actually find that at Whole Foods a lot of times. And I think you can find that on Amazon. Um, and then highlights are always better. So anytime you go lighter, it's better than if you go darker. So I think people don't realize like when you go darker, it's going to have a lot more chemicals in it that are, are not good. (laughs) Um, I don't want to use the word toxic, but just there, um, is a lot more that goes into making a darker color than if you were to just use bleach on your hair and lighten it. Um, that's a lot better of an option than, than going darker. So if you can maybe just add some highlights or something, that's always a better, better thing to do. And then you had asked me about hair products, my favorite yes. hair products. Yes. And I was just going to mention a couple brands. So Josh Rosebrook is a really good hair, natural hair brand. I really love his hairspray. And that's a big one for people because hairspray is probably one of the most like not good ingredients or not good products as far as, you know, if you're using it daily, um, especially, especially aerosol. Mm-hmm. And then um, Innersense Beauty is another brand that I love for, they have shampoos and conditioners and styling products. And what makes them really great is they're created by stylists. Actually, Josh Rosebrook is as well. So their products, I feel like just mimic that because they understand the hair because they've worked with it so much. Um, they have awesome products and then Evolve. So that's E-V-O-L-V-H. And they have 
great shampoos and conditioners and styling products as well. I think hair is a really big one for people. So I just wanted to touch on that again, because if people can find a good shampoo and conditioner, I think often they can be sold on, on living a cleaner lifestyle, you know? You know, it's funny you say that because that is huge. And that's my daughter and I have been going through that for a while, trying to find like a good, clean shampoo and conditioner that we actually like, like you use it and then you like it. So we'll be, I'll be excited to try these. Yeah. We've definitely tried um, several, yeah. <laughs> but I, but none of these. So, um, and the hairspray is such a good one. Cause I, I got to the point where I just stopped buying it because I couldn't, I couldn't figure out one that made me like feel okay. So I'm like, whatever, I'll just stop for a while. Yeah. So that's a great suggestion too. Yeah. I do. I do think when we talked about the clean beauty section, we somehow, I do think we skipped over getting your favorite brands. I, so I'm glad you went back to that. Um, and I know that when it comes to makeup, lotion, that's, there's so many brands out there, but do you have a few that are some of your favorites? Yeah. I mean, no, I love for like, if you're thinking for your face, I really love Alpine Beauty. Um, they wild craft their ingredients, which means they forage from Jackson Hole, Wyoming to find these ingredients that are in nature, but then they put them in their formulas and they really work. I think a lot of times you can, you can see the word natural, but it's like not as effective maybe as you would like it to be. But I really feel like their products are not only natural, but they're effective as well. And they're more budget friendly. I can mean, you her, spell that? You yeah. A-L-P-Y-N and then the word beauty. Okay. Perfect. Um, but she has like serums and lotions and um, they're a lot more budget friendly than a lot of the natural brands. I mean, like half the price. Yeah. Uh, that's wonderful. Yes. Cause so, they can be expensive. Yeah. So I love, I love her stuff. Um, I mean, there's, there's so many I can say like, no, um, Josh Roseberg has great products too, for the face as well. He does hair, but he also does skincare. Um, as far as, uh, makeup products. I love Tower 28. Their mascara is really good. I think that's another big one for people. If they can find a good mascara, that can really be right. you know, a huge thing. Um, but their products are more budget-friendly as well. Um, I, they have cream blushes. They have a really good um, lip products. Mob Beauty is really good for eyeshadow, just M-O-B. Um, I really like, like their products. Um, trying to think gen c has some good eyeliners these are great recommendations though because mascaras and that was another hard one for me because they, yeah. they they started bothering my eyes so again i just stopped wearing it for a while but yeah. we just got something else from tower 28 um for my for my daughter and my son actually um that someone else recommended that i follow it's like a spray i feel like do you know yes. what i'm talking about it's a, um it's their sos spray yes exactly so we just recently got that for them oh, to cool. try yeah so um someone pushed that and so i was excited to try it awesome yeah let's see yeah um I would say for body products, I love Osea. It's O-S-E-A. That's a really oh, good brand for like body oil, body butter. Um, I do love have, their stuff. I have a few of their things. Okay. Yeah. I love their products. Um, Elia is really good for makeup. It's so many, but at least there's options to try. Like yeah. I know there's so many, but I, I mean, I say there's so many, but there was, there was so many before. So, so it's not like there's, there's always been so many. And these days with Sephora and Ulta and right. um, it's just crazy. Yes. Um, 
but I do feel like all of these really helped, but I, I do know that you're, and I'm going to encourage all my listeners and I, I am going to put this, um, like I said, in my email as well, because you just have good articles that take, because it might seem overwhelming with all these brands, but you take each topic and you kind of break out the difference, like of what you like with the brands with, with a lot of these topics. Um, yeah. So, so you, you've, you've done a great job with that. Um, but I appreciate all of your time, Susie, and all of this information. I feel like I just, I think you gave them so much to start with. And if they want to dig deeper, like you have so many things that they can get just from your, your website. And I will, like I said, include those links. So it's a, it's a great, great place to start, but it's also a great time of year. I think to, um, I'm going to try and, you know, get this out so that they can have this for Christmas because, um, such good gifts, such good gift ideas. Yeah, totally. So, um, so thank you so much for your time. And, um, I just, I just really, really appreciate it. I can't say it enough of all the good stuff you've given. It was so fun. I love talking all things natural. So it was just an excuse to like share more. (laughs) I know. And we might have to try to do this again. I know your time's busy, but at some point I might be like, I need you to come back and and give us the next layer of what we should do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. Thanks, Susie. I appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate you sharing this time with me today. I am grateful you are here And if you have anyone that you feel could also benefit from this encouragement, please share it with them today. You can also add a quick review on iTunes, which would mean the world to me and help me just to make this better for each and every one of you out there. I will be here each week, so please be sure to subscribe to the podcast or join me at kellyrenato.com to get the latest episode and more tools to help you on your journey to feel your best and enjoy every single day exactly where you are. I would love to have you join my journey and let's all add good, healthy vibes anywhere we can every single day. Enjoy your week and embrace the season you're in and I look forward to next week. Take care. Bye-bye.